Warning, this podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned. Well, after a leave of absence, we're back. EFTM. Tech. Cars. Lifestyle. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and Jeff Cotramani. That's us, and we're in the man cave again. Everything for the man. We're here to talk tech, cars, and lifestyle. And the great man Trevor Long is sitting opposite me as usual. The big heap. Hello. <laughs> Leave of absence. Yeah. Well, we I wasn't did. absent. You were absent. We missed. We skipped a week in the you, podcasting world. You could have come to Barcelona. Could have, but I have other jobs that pay better. <laughs> Jeff Cotramani, welcome along. How are you guys? Welcome back. You've all got your passport stamped on the way back in. Yeah, no, it's good times. Yeah, we both travelled, didn't we? No one stamps your passport anymore. What? I got heaps of stamps. No, yeah. no, you just go straight through the virtual machine. Oh yeah, well if on you're travelling Australia to New Zealand, nothing. Nothing. No. It's like yeah, anything Victoria. on the way into New Zealand? No, nothing. Feeding mm. them that annoying. Just fill out that little card and oh, like hand it to the bloke and away you go. Yeah. Got a solid stamp collection. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah you would. Stamps are useless. But still, like nowhere near half the book though. Yeah. I got a new passport anyway, so there's only Bangkok, America and, and New Zealand. So you look dodgy as hell. Yep. Oh, poor thing. Mm. All right, lots to get through, lots of tech, lots of cars, lots of gibberish lifestyle here on the EFTM podcast. EFTM. You're listening to the EFTM podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Quattromani. Now, you're in New Zealand, Bowen, because neither you nor I could make the Australian launch of the Holden Commodore, which is ironic given the drama around the Holden Commodore is that it's not Australian. So they flew you to New Zealand. For the New Zealand launch, where it's just as big. Did you know over there, in the large car category, it's still the number one selling car? They only sell 3,000 a year, but, you know, it's a population just over 4 million, so fairly reasonable and important still for them. Well, now I need to know more about the New Zealand car market. Do they sell, like, Hilux is the number one? Like, is it... Couldn't as weird as ours. Don't know that much about the New Zealand car market. <laughs> Tell us more. It's a bit different over there. You see some strange cars. Different. You see a lot, a lot of, of those seat. aftermarket grey import type vans. What, like the Japanese ones? Yeah, you see a stack of those. I don't know why it's so big over there. Those massive Nissan vans. Yeah, you see those yeah. and all sorts Awful, of interesting ugly things. things. Yep. Lots of combis. Can in... someone tweet us, yeah. what's the appeal of those things? Don't They're know. huge. I've got nothing. Have you seen inside them? I don't rec- think I want it's, to. It's basically like a recliner chair at the back. It's pretty uh, pretty luxe. So it's a luxury thing. Yeah, mm. super luxe. Yeah. Anyway, Holden Commodore. Holden Commodore. So I drive the same car, obviously, we get here. Um, look, I've got to say, Trev, I was very impressed. This is the most controversial car launch in 40 years since the Commodore probably came out, 78, the ZB, I believe it was. Mm. No, this uh, is uh, sorry, sorry, not the ZB, the VB. Uh, this is currently the ZB. It's a... Uh, Look, it's an impressive car, and you expect that from something made in Germany. And I've got to say, um, it's a great lineup. You've got a base model, which is called the LT, then an RS, and an RSV, a VXR, a Calais. They've still kept the Calais name. Yeah. No more Evoque or Amiga or anything like That's that. That's good, though. And the Tourer, which reminds me, of course, of the adventure of the all-wheel drive station wagon. But wind it back a bit here. Mm. You hadn't driven one before. Um, no. You'd obviously seen him. We'd had the controversy. Mm-hmm. You've been a Calais owner. Mm, I V8 Calais. Yeah, a VE. What was your view going in based purely on reading stuff and seeing the outrage? What What did you think was going to happen? Look, I sat in one at the Frankfurt Motor Show, the Opel Insignia over there. is the GSI model, which is effectively the VXR that we get here. I knew it was going to be a good car. Mm. I knew it was going to be full of technology. I knew it was going to be a step up in overall quality. 
but I didn't know how to drive. Mm. But once I got to know some of the, and I wasn't groomed. I know we know we use the word groomed. And yes, I was flown to New Zealand, courtesy of Holden. And I'm yep. not trying to sell you a Holden Commodore. But once the Australians have got their hands on the European version, they've turned it into a car that is very familiar to most Commodore owners. And this is interesting. And Jeff, I don't know whether you've ever seen or, or experienced this, but the tuning situation, I think a lot of, a lot of mm. Aussies miss, mm. right? I remember I did the Astra launch mm. um, last year, and I was with a dude that tuned the steering. It might have been the same dude. I Could don't have know. been David Johnson. Um, I don't remember the name, so I would never know. Mm. But right. you know, he went to the he went to the, he was explaining to me what mm. that meant, and mm. you know, the Australians fe- have a have an expectation of the feel of the steering mm. in an Aussie car. Right. And if you bring a, a, an Astra here or, or an Insignia here mm. and you drive it on a road, it doesn't mm. steer the same way an Australian car does. Mm. The, the feel is different. The weight of the steering wheel is different. Mm. They're right. able to program that, and they spend literally months mm. and months and months programming those individual things. So you're saying they've been able to successfully adapt mm. the German car to feel Australian? Absolutely. Look, the steering is much lighter than the previous Commodore, I've got to say, because the current Opel Insignia has quite heavy steering, and they have heavy steering in Europe generally because of autobahns. At higher speeds, you don't want light steering. You want a lot of feel to the steering. Mm. So they've changed the software mapping for the steering. It's much more direct. It's linear. It just feels beautifully weighted. But it's the suspension tune, which is most impressive. And in New Zealand, all of the two-litre Commodores didn't have the Australian improvements. They had these pre-production models, right? So they were missing the suspension enhancements, the software mapping, all sorts of things were, were missing. So they were basically what the Europeans oh, are getting, right. okay? And as soon as you jump from one of those into the V6, it was amazing, the difference. They felt ungainly, unwieldy. Like the first time I hopped in one, even with one of the New Zealand journalists, we were like, geez, this, this is rough. There's a lot of road noise. Um, it's pretty wild. It's nothing like the old car. Then we got in this. It was the RSV, which is a 3.6 litre V6, and we were blown away. Why did they do that then? Look, I've got how this... do they not have local oh, local yeah. ready models at the launch? There was a bit of talk about why that happened, and there was a a tourer, actually a, a wagon over there, a sports wagon, which had the wrong exhaust fitted. So <laughs> it had the tourer exhaust, which points downward. So it was it actually burnt the bumper on both sides of the dual exhaust. Like I'm talking about plastic that was dripping off like molten lava. So they were pre-production models, cars which will be scrapped. Remember the VE when it came out in 2006? Yeah. They call them mules. They, they, they're unsellable. They don't sell them. They're pre-production models, and they're, often the media gets access to them. I'm not sure why the local launch in New Zealand was given a handful of those sorts of cars. Mm. Certainly didn't have it in Australia. It's crazy. I'll tell you what we did get, though. The diesel model. They didn't have the diesel model ah, on, on show for because the Because, to again, rewind, launch. no rear-wheel drive, yep. front-wheel drive or all-wheel drive, yep. and no V8, V6, V... What's the four... Sorry, four-cylinder So two, two-litre petrol um, four-cylinder and a two-litre four-cylinder diesel and the 3.6-litre. V6, that's what's on offer. The V6s and the petrol have a nine-speed transmission. The diesel has an eight. Look, I've got to say, I drove the diesel on the first day. I was the first one to drive it over there. I had a bit of time with the lead designer. We took it up New Zealand's, well, the tallest street, the steepest street in the world. Mm. Um, We took a little drive along the coastal area. It's evidently a diesel as soon as you jump in it. It's quite loud. It's quite unrefined. Um, It's front-wheel drive, but um, it's extremely efficient. I think it'll be big with fleet buyers. I was going to say fleet car. Yeah, it is a three thousand dollar premium. I've got to say, um, over the base model, which is around thirty three right. grand. Mm. 
But, mate, this car has so much technology that you wouldn't expect to find in a Commodore. This week just happens to coincide with our car of the week being the VXR, which is the top of the range, sort of the SS equivalent without the V8, right? So, mate, it's got these LED matrix lights. This is on a Commodore, which you'd normally find on an, on an Audi. And they mm. pointed out over there, you wouldn't find those lights on a car anywhere in the world that's priced under 120 grand, right? The, the car's got massaging seats, heated and cooled seats, even in the rear. Um, it's got Apple CarPlay standard right across the range. Nice. Mate, head, head up display. The car, you have to drive it, Trev, and you will hopefully later tonight do a couple of laps around the block. Mm. But mate, this car is unshakable in any condition when it's in its all wheel drive format. And this mm. is what I think is the most important thing to understand for people who are really angry about the fact there's no more V8. This, this would smash a V8 through some twisty bits. It just really would. It's got this 50-50 split um, acceleration through, you know, all-wheel drive system. The torque vectoring on each wheel is so smart. Um, in wet, dry conditions, it's amazing. Even in the snow, across wet leaves, hmm. it's it's like the Audi Quattro system almost. Uh, I, I think I'm really growing to love all-wheel drives. And I've got to say, it's a more engaging drive than the Kia Stinger, despite lacking the pace. This is this is interesting, right? Yeah. We were outside looking at the car, and, yeah. I, and I said, "This to me, the VXR mm. compares with the Kia Stinger. Mm. You know, the one, the, the top line Kia yeah, Stinger yeah. must go head to head with this the car." GT Stinger, yeah. right? I mean, that's that's where we're looking at it now. Yeah. They're they're both lift back. Yep, they've got a lot of similarities yeah, yeah. now. The inside, it looks like Holden's caught up. Yeah, yeah. in that way with all the features. This is where the VF should be now today, right? Yeah, and. This car should have been built in Australia. They mm. were six or seven years ago were thinking about building this car in Australia, and obviously everything changed. The major advantage this has got over the Stinger, particularly the all-wheel drive model, is the transmission. The transmission in the Kia is really lackluster, I've got to say. This nine-speed auto is almost like those CVT transmissions. It's got mm. so many ratios, you almost right. can't Don't determine it's when it's changing right. gears. It's lightning quick. It's got paddle shifters. You don't need them. You just wouldn't use them mm. unless you really want serious engine braking if you're pushing so, hard. So what, what's the upshot, though? Mm. It's obviously a great car to drive. That's what I'm hearing mm. from you. Um, if, you're gonna, if, you're gonna, if you can, then you're going all-wheel drive V6, right? That's what you're suggesting? Absolutely. Um if you can't, hmm. so my my thing is, you know, people like the the, the Commodore yeah. has not always been a V eight. Now, no. he, interestingly, maybe this is an opportune time to, to to listen to that Daniel Ricardo grab. So I interviewed Daniel Ricardo in Barcelona, and I and I went to the trouble at one point of, of talking to him about his his history with hmm. cars. Last year, when we talked about cars from your childhood, I think you talked about the Ferrari F forty being you know an iconic car. Were you a Holden or a Ford family? Holden. So then have you... I don't want to say, like, we weren't full Bogans. It wasn't, like, <laughs> Holden or nothing. But, um, yeah, as a kid, for whatever reason, I just preferred the Holden and the Ford. Yeah. So have you seen, obviously, Aussie cars are dead. There's not making cars in Australia anymore. Have you seen the, I guess, the controversy, the, the hype around the new Commodore, which is not rear-wheel drive and not available as a V8? One have not, no. Right. So do you think a Commodore can exist if it's not a V8 and it's not a rear-wheel drive? <laughs> It's a massive drama yeah. back home. Yeah, no, I hear you. Uh, it's hard to picture. Yeah, it's hard to picture. Picture an Opal Insignia. <laughs> That's what it is. Really? Yeah. Uh, I'm so torn because, like, I am... Uh, yeah, it's hard because I'm a race car driver talking about trying to yeah. <laughs> make things better. But, uh, yeah, some things... Look, we, we'll always be... Is the word nostalgic? Like, yeah. to things that we remember from the past, so... But yeah, the Commodore is a V8. See, this is the thing, right? So first he'd heard of it. Mm. 
Aussie kid, grows up, Commodore mm. guy. Mm. And he, two things, he, he plugs on the nostalgia. Yep. And a Commodore is a V8. Mm. Now, Commodores are not always V8s. No, they're not. No. Right? Do, I've owned a Commodore for the last for seven years. They count 20% of sales. Exactly. Yeah, it's, they have it's been a real drive for a long time. Three, yeah. yeah. But again, my wife wouldn't know whether I gave her an all-wheel drive, a front-wheel drive, or a rear-wheel drive because mm. she's going to the shops every day Agreed. and to mm. work, not to, not to the racetrack. Yep. So I think that Holden's challenge, and they claim... Very clearly, they just want mm. people in a dealership to try yep. it, don't they? And they're mm. still saying that. Absolutely. Will people be converted, or is there, are we are we just passed it with a certain percentage of people who are just going to hate it? Always? You know, I was talking to someone about it over there. It's like those people who, in the eastern states, were North Sydney Bears supporters. They're still clinging on to the fact that I hope the North Sydney Bears will come back, or even Newtown, who mm. exited in the 80s. There are going to be people who will never forget what's happened. Mm. All right, okay, it's just sacrilege, and it should never have occurred. And you can't convince them. And that's fair enough. You know, they're yeah. loyalists. Yeah. Look at the Adelaide 500 on the weekend. It was the biggest crowd they've ever had. 90,000 people there. They looked hot. The cars look fine. It's also totally different. I know it bears no resemblance to the car on the road. They aren't front-wheel drive V8 supercars. doesn't matter. Mm. It kind of does not, matter. They're not front-wheel drive They're not going to be V8s series. in a year either. Yeah. I know, but if people want a real drive car, they're still going to have... They're going to be upset that it's a Mate, front-wheel drive pe- car. People buy, like pe- a lot of people bought the you know, yeah. SV6 Commodores, yeah. which were not V8s, yeah. because mm. it had the spoiler and it looked like they could drive it to the mountain. I mean, people will buy the VXR and proudly drive it to the mountain, Mate, I reckon. The, the mm. two-litre four-cylinder petrol is the pick of many people. Not me, because I love a bit of performance. It's better than the SV6. All-wheel drive? No, it's only front-wheel drive. Right. It's more powerful. And it's a better engine. As simple as that. And funnily enough, mm. did you in South Australia the police are looking at using them? Oh, and just in thinking. New Zealand the police are looking at using them. Not the V six, the two litre four really? cylinder petrol. So look and you know what? The interior space is fine. There's no difference with leg room in the rear. Oh, Headroom's massively. I'm down. gonna say I'll bet you there's width width issues in the back. Because a Commodore, and I only know this from putting three yeah. car seats in the mm. back, Commodore has a specific amount of width that you can't get in a Camry. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I'm right. I'm tipping right. this is more Camry-like. The width is, there's definitely width, I think it's about 20 millimetres, you know, narrower. Yeah. Um, which you'd expect. It's a smaller car. You mm. certainly don't notice it driving. Um, the centre tunnel's slightly smaller. That's about the only difference. Mm. There's still plenty of space. It's a big, broad area to sit in. You sit a lot lower. You actually slide into this car. Mm. But, mate, when you drive... And I drove the, the VF Calais about a month ago, wrote a review on EFTM, the last time we'll ever write one. It it feels like a brick compared to this. This is a far more delicate, refined, surgical sort of car. It's, it's not that much lighter. It's only about 40 kilos lighter, mm. mainly because it doesn't have that rear-wheel drive architecture. But, mate, I was surprised. I was very surprised. Um, I'm not sure I'd buy one myself. I'm still not convinced by the looks, the lift back. But the more Mate, I'm surprised, if you think the Sting is a good-looking car, I don't know how yeah, you don't like more, the Commodore. It's a more aggressive <laughs> looking. It's just more aggressive it, looking. The, the Stinger. It, it's it's very European looking. Yeah. I mean, I, I was looking at it and I'll go, geez, it's kind of Mondeo looking. Yeah. yeah. You, you look at it, it compares with the Mondeo for size. Mm. It compares with the Kia Stinger for size. Yeah. I, I mean, that that's what you're putting them up against. I think. I'd mm. be amazed if someone who had the forty, fifty grand to buy a new car and was always a Holden person. Mm. Um, and has never owned a V8, yep. but has owned Commodores, mm. wouldn't still buy one when they go on a dealer. You'd have to at least look at it. At Mate, least that's the problem. It. You're mad if you don't, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Look, it's a, a definite option. I, I'm not blown away by it, but I know it's a very good car. In Europe, it's a very mundane car. Like, they're everywhere. Yeah, it's considered very vanilla and boring. Mm. But well, that's what Commodore's Commodore been. Our Commodore, been. when it was sent over to the UK, remember the Top Gear's review? They yeah. looked at it and said, this is, you know, look at the interior, it's rubbish. But geez, it goes like anything. Yeah, it was an animal, yeah. It's gone from basically 
an RSL club to like a wine bar. That's what it's done, the Commodore. <laughs> so I like that. It's a bit more up. I should have said that in the review. Yeah, I like that. Just came to me like a bolt of light. Well, if you want more info, uh, Barn's written a, a rather comprehensive and I think one of your best articles yet, mate, at EFTM.com. This is the EFTM Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and Jeff Contramani. So, um, spent the week in Barcelona and um, mm, a I guess... A cold week. A, mate, seriously, my wife complains to me every year because I do the Today Show from over there talking about mobile phones and it's always at 10 o'clock at night yep. and she texts me after she's going, you look cold. Okay, it's cold, right? It's Barcelona. Yeah. It's cold. Winter. Listen, this year... It was a cold snap. Like Europe had massive dramas. Mm. Snowing. Snow, it snowed. Oh, I've I never didn't know seen. It snowed there. I've either. never seen falling yeah. snow in my life. In coastal city. Right. Yeah. It snowed in Barcelona. You were getting your tongue out for it. Bloody oath. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that means. It's no, just, you get a snowflake on your yeah, tongue. It's, it's like a, good luck, isn't it? Yeah, like you make a, a wish. Yeah. Never, never heard that in my life. No, I have. Anyway, it was cold, bloody cold. Had to buy yep. a jacket, had to find gloves. Do you know how hard that is to find when you're going into the summer season? Mm. Like fashion, in, in even their, yeah, okay. their, their version of Kmart. So what season is it? Well, mate, it's autumn. So, so, it's more like autumn, so right? It's coming, late autumn. Yeah, if you're going into spring, spring. must be spring. Going into spring. If it's yeah. our autumn, it's their spring. Going into Correct. spring. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So you know, it's not. It's it's unexpected. Like it's yeah, in the yeah, headlines. Yeah. Yeah, sure. That how cold it was. Yeah. Anyway, it wasn't there for the weather. Uh, it was there for smartphones. Mm. And um, oh, they've seriously. I've just turned on. Samsung have sent me a, a phone to take with me to New York this week. Nice. And what do you think happens when you unlock the phone? It's um. Uh, it's, I need a it, pattern to unlock it. Oh, Someone's right, already... Okay. Oh, that's probably not age three. <laughs> that's, these. Um, so that that's thing. basically useless. That's useless to me. I can't use it. Anyway, the new Samsung Galaxy S9 has launched. Right. Um, that's the S9 Plus you're looking at there, Jeff. The only difference between the phone that Jeff's got right now mm. and last year's is the screen is actually slightly bigger, mm. like millimetre, mm. yep. but the back of the phone is where it's big difference. They've, they've made yeah. the camera upright and they put the fingerprint sensor underneath it. Mm. But... It's it's interesting because it's so so incrementally different. It's just you know slightly better um, in terms of the look and everything. It's all about a, a single feature, and that's the camera. So they've gone really hard on this thing. They reckon the um, slow motion, the low light performance of the camera, and the emojis that you can create of yourself are, are, are key features. That's the three things that come to mind when I think of the phone. So right. firstly, the emojis. Right? Apple had the animoji thing where you can be a unicorn or whatever. Your head. This is a bit different. It, it creates. Uh, a cartoon you, mm. and then then automatically generates eighteen uh, gifts that you can send as stickers. You know, stickers mm. in, in text was, messages and stuff. I got to ask about that. Where can you use them? Anywhere. So they're they're in they're okay. just in the keyboard. So you can just paste oh, them in right. anywhere essentially. So that's, that's kind of handy. That's a good thing. Yeah. But for anyone that's used a Bitmoji, it's almost the same as a Bitmoji. Yeah. Um, because it's a full body character, you can choose the outfit and stuff like that. Mm. I love it. It's fun. It's it's a bit real, but it's a gimmick, right? The, yeah, of course. The, the real difference is the camera now. Low light performance, I haven't fully tested it, but it does look very impressive. Yeah. And, you know, DxO Mark did their um, rankings this week. They're going bananas it's, it's over It's the it. best camera ever, yeah. right, on a smartphone in their mind. Still camera. Video not as good as the Google Pixel, slightly oh, right. better than the iPhone ten. Mm. I expect it shoots 4K. Still camera better than any other still camera on a smartphone. Okay. Um, low light performance is where it's critical. Low light performance is out of this world, and, and I think that's the big thing we'll see tested over the next few weeks before it comes out. It's out on um, March the 16th. Yeah, okay. But seriously, the standout number one feature of this thing is slow-mo. Mm. Now, last, Bowen's just sitting here doing selfies. He's playing, making, he's playing with no, the uh, camera. The emoji. That's, oh, you, you can do that without... Un- do you unlock it? Or it like no, a, no, you just the swipe camera. the camera. Yeah, yeah. look like a Barbie so, doll. So, um, you look like a Barbie doll. Yeah, 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 whoever used to use this was blonde. Yeah. Oh, right, okay. You can, you can create a new one. 
Um, so, slow-mo, right? Yeah, Sony had nine... <laughs> mate, you've got hair. I know. That's, good. That's the breaking news. <laughs> don't, don't, don't need hair, mate. Don't you? No. No, no it doesn't matter. Where. Just, anyway, just gets in the way, doesn't it? Yeah, sure does. <laughs> gets in the way of what? Gets in the way of a good conversation. Um, oh, yeah. So, Sony had... <laughs> slow motion in the Sony Xperia XZ Premium last year. Mm. Yeah. Um, their slow motion was 960 frames per second. Mm. That is and it crazy. Was, it was really hard to use. You were like videoing something, you had to press the button, and it would actually slow-mo the last second and turn it into six seconds. It was just like no, I right. tried when I was reviewing it to like a lighter match and video. Should have filmed the yeah. snow. Took like 15 goes. Did do a bit of slow-mo filming on the iPhone. Didn't, it's very hard to actually... It's not. It was just very light. Yeah, snow. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, that amazing. Okay. It's half hard. Like rain. It wasn't yeah. like the, uh, the the ground was yeah. white. It's like fluffy rain. Yeah, yeah fluffy yeah. rain is yeah. exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah. but light fluffy rain because yeah, sure. there's not much of it. Right. Um. Anyway, super slow mo on the Sony, really yeah. hard to do. Mm. Samsung have just smashed them. Like they've basically just taken Sony and smashed them across the head. Okay. Mm. What you do in this phone is you set um a, a period on on the screen. So you draw a little box on the yeah, screen. Yeah. 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 And you like say we're videoing just here, right mm. in in this office. You're videoing here, and I draw a box there. Mm. When mm-hmm. anything comes through that box, mm. yep. it records it in super slow mo. So it might be a bird flying in the sky. Oh, it might okay. be you dropping water on it, something, whatever. Or someone crossing the finish line is my correct vision. Mm. Yep. Yeah. So so it, if something enters that box, it records in super slow mo, and then you can watch it back immediately. Cool. Seriously, works every time. It's brilliant. It's so smart. Sony would be filthy that they haven't come up with that idea. <laughs> so, and it's it's a sellable feature for for the phone. Just on that, we've all got iPhones, Samsungs, whatever. How often do you guys use slow mo? I've never, I never use yeah, it. I oh, know. I just don't use it. Like, I use the ones hailing you, ones. You need to wait about four years, five years. Do you reckon, do you reckon this is why? Like, we'll start to use no, it no, now no. that the features no, 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 there. No, no, no. When your child is four or five, yeah. and you're doing things like the jumping in puddles, the jumping in pools, it's yeah. it's cool, man. It's just so much okay. better. I'll tell you when we used that, and you were involved. Was that my bucks? And we had a few <laughs> had a few drinks, and he said, "Why don't you hit your best man in the head? What? Or slap him?" So I was videoing Bowen, and yeah. Mitch just smashed him across the face. Yeah. Good slimer. No, I wow. smashed him. Oh, was it? Oh, mate, oh, it looked okay. brutal. He Why said, "Hit me as hard as you can." So I gave him a massive open slap. It was a Bucks night. What kind of bogan Bucks night was that? You just punched. Oh, him? mate, you've got no idea. Mate, that's why. <laughs> that was just the start of things. But anyway, good times. <laughs> <laughs> well, if there's a reason to buy a slow motion yeah. camera, how much? Look, it starts at twelve hundred. Same, same as the previous. Same one. as the previous model goes up to fifteen hundred. Mm, it's standard. So, so which brings me to uh, and Jeff, while I'm talking, grab the two two whitest white boxes. No, whitest white um, over there. You'll have to go off mic for this. <laughs> we don't need you talking for this. Two of them, mate. The first one and the second one. So that's a twelve hundred dollar phone, right? Thanks. These ones. Uh, which one have you got, Buzz? So, Bowen, you it's open that one there. This is the Alcatel three V. Here we go. <clears throat> now, Jesus, life. I, sh- I wish you hadn't have seen the price, but. Mm. Like, tell me what that looks like in terms of value of a phone. Looks like the just, phone you just gave me. Like, in terms of quality, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is crazy good. And it's got the, you know, right to the edge finish. Yeah, it's got an 18 by 9 screen on yeah. it, so it's got the full full resolution. Yeah. Um, I think I charge it, so you can probably see a little bit of sexy it. sexy one. Oh, look at that. <clears throat> the one, the one that Jeff had is the Alcatel 5, mm. $299. Mate, that is... Is, right? is that OLED? No, it's not OLED, mm, but see how impressed, good, impressed you are with it. Plus, mm. it goes top to bottom. Mm. Mustn't have charged that one, unfortunately. Mm. But <clears throat> the Alcatel 5 has the top to bottom screen. It has things like wide-angle selfie mode, has a fingerprint sensor, has face unlock. Mm. The Alcatel 3V, which is a $200 phone, has a dual-lens camera that does, that does the bokeh effect of portrait mode. Oh, yeah. Doesn't do it as well as an iPhone. Mm. No okay. way. But, it's but it, not, it does it, yeah. right? And it does what a Huawei Mate 10 does and does after the effect. You can change the focus. And sorry, how much for this one? 
$299. That's bananas. That thing yeah. looks insanely good for 300 I don't bucks. like it in gold. Um, mm. I, it looks much better in black. I really love this blue um, 3V. And this is a six-inch phone. Like, it's a big screen. It's a decent size. I'm not, sorry, Trev. I'm going straight to that um, the 5. The yeah. Alcatel 5 mm. is gorgeous. I know it's on it's on the website now if people want to read about it. But you have to have a look at this phone. It's it's gorgeous. Mm. Look, I, I just make that point because we're about to enter a year where, you know, Samsung have got key stuff. Sony have got a beautiful new one, the Xperia XZ2. Yeah. Um, What's Apple I, doing? There's three phones coming or something? Well, that's again, it's just rumours, right? Mm. What's the deal with the ads, by the way? I haven't uh, seen them. Mm. Haven't you seen them? No. Nah. They're very emotional. They're, well, they're a bit more than emotional. They're yeah. controversial in some way. Oh, well, I wouldn't say they're controversial, but they they're, they're topical in certain instances. Okay. Haven't you seen them? No. It's about love. Mm. Okay. Every kind of love. What's the song they, they use? I don't know. I, um, I turn it off. Like I was watching and going, what what the hell is this? And then the Apple logo came up at the end. It's very un-Apple. Well, it's not, though. Apple is about why you would buy an iPhone, yeah. right? Yeah. And their ads push you in that direction. Mm. It's, it's what, what do you do with your phone? I capture special moments on it. So yeah. they show you an ad oh, of a special yeah. moment, yeah. and then at the end, capture it on an iPhone. Yeah, yeah. So it was a same-sex marriage in one of them. Um, and then you know, there's, there's two others, I think. Yes. Yeah, and the Gs are on high rotation. Oh, they are. Yeah. Well, I think it was during because of the certain week we were in. But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mardi yeah. Gras week. Yeah. But isn't it any global ads or is it just Australia? No idea. Yeah, I couldn't tell you that. Couldn't tell you. Well, what's the point of that? I don't know. Bowen brought it up. I'm just. I don't know. Look, I'm just. I'm about to upgrade my iPhone, so it's give me some inspiration. <clears throat> well, that, yeah. So my my view is there will be three. Sorry, I was looking for the slow mo video of you, Bowen, but. Uh... Sadly, I've only got a lot of photos of that night. Yeah, I know. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, there will be three phones this year. There were three phones last year, mm. an 8, an 8 Plus, and a, and, a, and a 10. Yeah. There'll be an 8S, an 8S Plus, mm. and I think there'll be like a 10 Pro or something. They'll keep this 10 so, in the market, and mm. they'll have a slightly bigger 10. That's, I would yeah, will the 10 now drop in price? No. Nah. <sighs> Not for like I don't years. think it needs to. It's so hard to grapple with the price. I, don't, I, I think they can easily get another year out of this no, device. No, I, I have changing. to stay with Apple. I have to stay. Why with do you have to stay with Apple? Because I love Apple. Well, then the question is, why do you have to change your phone? It's a 6S. I'll, so? tell, you, I'll tell you honestly, the battery life is really strong. Go to Apple and get it replaced. And it's doing whatever what I'm complaining about. What is it? 50 bucks? Yeah, 30 bucks. No, 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 no. I can't do that. I, look, look at it. I, when I come in here, <laughs> I get the phone blues, okay? Mate, it's because you're surrounded matters. by phones in I look at the resolution on some $200 phone, and I look at this, and I just get very... It's, I get depressed. That's a, that's an awesome point. Yeah. iPhone 6S? 6S. Next to the Alcatel 5. Blown away. Looks like a dinosaur. Yeah, it does. And it that's really a $300 does. phone. You'd still spend over 500 bucks easy for, for that. Yeah, exactly. So... That's that's the market. Mm. Do I want to buy an iPhone 6S, which is four years old mm. or whatever, mm. or do I get a brand new Alcatel 5? Yeah, that it's the Apple that's brand. Smart. That's smart thinking. Poor Bowen, he gets phone envy. Uh, no, not really. I, I, I understand you that you guys get free it. phones, that's all. I don't, mate. <laughs> it's good. This was paid for. You guys. This was paid for. Was it? It was. Yeah, well, by some, some black in San Francisco. <laughs> No, it's good. You guys are tech guys and you need to review products. I understand how it works. And when was the last time you paid for petrol? Uh, I might have filled up on the way here. That VXR. I'm (laughs) I'm averaging about 10.1, which is very good, let me say. 10.1. What would a V8 do? 17? Oh, Oh, yeah, okay. Not a good day. You're You're listening to the EFTM podcast. Details of everything that happened in Barcelona is up at EFTM.com. EFTM. This is the EFTM podcast. Trevor Long, Chris Bowen, and Jeff Contramani. EFTM. And we do it thanks to good people at Trend Micro. And when we talk about artificial intelligence, a very nerdy, geeky thing to talk about. But one of the places you'll find artificial intelligence is in your internet security software. Gone are the days when uh, the software that you install on your computer simply checks 
the emails you receive to see whether or not the uh, the vi- the thing attached is a virus. Yes or no answer. These days, artificial intelligence is built into the Trend Micro software. It looks at the attachment and says, does it have any of the characteristics of a virus? Could this possibly be a virus? And in fact, that software on your computer could discover that virus for the very first time. And you could then help other people around the world. It's that kind of intelligence. It's that kind of advances that make Trend Micro a quality product. You can check it out. Just Google Trend Micro for your next internet security. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM Podcast. So, Bowen, we're talking about the Commodore. Yeah. Do you know what? You mentioned the the feel of the car. One thing you didn't mention was the 0 to 100 times. Mm. Disappointing if you're a Commodore fan. Why? Why? Well, I think the V6 is good for the VXR, is good for 6.2. Um, the V8, the outgoing V8, was good for the low fives. But I've got to say, the 0 to 100 race is getting out of control. <laughs> These are family cars, right? Why do you need a car that's in the four-second club, for example? And the key thing is, it's 4.9 seconds. Yeah. What, why do you need that much space? I mean, I know because sometimes I like to go like a lunatic from the traffic lights. But, mate, within 4.9 seconds, you're way over the limit. Yeah. Right. Well, it shouldn't be important. Jaguar put a video up today mm. of the new iPace, their mm. electric uh, little SUV, mm. up against the Tesla Model X. Yeah. Now, to be clear, they made the video. It mm. wasn't a YouTuber or one of us. Right. They made the video, and it showed that the iPace went quicker than it off the line. Who gives a rats? They're, like, they're what does it matter? Everyone that buys SUVs. a Tesla talks about the bloody ludicrous mode and the speed. Yeah. You yeah. can't use it anywhere. But it's bragging rights. It but is why bragging is it bragging? Why wouldn't? Why shouldn't the the ability of a car to twist through the turns yep. in a in a fun you know leisurely drive to the Hunter Valley totally agree. or to the Dandenongs mm-hmm. be a reason to buy a car when at legal little... speed limit? Mm-hmm. Like what was the was it? I think it was a McLaren. <laughs> the McLaren I took up the Pacific Highway mm. right. at eighties cruise control, mm. like not exceeding the speed. I'm just going wow through the corners. Yeah, right? not, what about you know, this? Just left yeah, it on yeah, eighty. These, yeah. these are corners you should do at thirty and forty in yeah. a normal car. I'm just doing it eighty. It yeah. was magnificent. Mm. Right. That to me was great. I didn't have to speed. Mm. Yep. Why aren't we measuring cars on their handling more so than their performance? It's exactly the conversation at the pub. Oh look, there's that car. That thing does zero to one hundred and whatever. Yeah, it's a certain Three. measuring contest. It is a measuring contest. We were just talking about a phone that does nine hundred and sixty frames per second. Hmm. Who? I mean, a lot of people say, "Who cares?" Like yeah. slow mo is slow mo. It, it's oh, just a, Jeff, it's another mate, measurement. When you compare two forty frames per second to nine sixty, yeah, you're you're kidding if you think slow mo is just slow mo. And if you're saying that it doesn't matter if it's two seconds slower than the outgoing model or whatever it hmm. is, zero to one hundred, people do think that's a big deal. It's just, it's a feeling. It's a feeling of what I've got under my foot. It should be where the power falls on the power, bet, like in terms of the torque band, you know, yep. when the kilowatts, when they arrive at what RPM. I mean, that's what it's about. It shouldn't be from, a, it should be about rolling acceleration, not from a standing start, as far as I'm concerned. Because it, it's, it is a useful measure to yeah. say, right, yeah, you're on a country road. You want to overtake. You're doing 90 yep. in 110 mm. zone. Yep. You've, got a, you've got a caravan in front mm. of you. You need to overtake. How will this car mm. compare to the previous Commodore? For example, do you think you could make that assumption right now? Um, yes, I think I could. I believe I could. After the amount of driving I've been doing recently, yes. And? Mate, the Commodore's got a lot of pulling power, let me tell you. Um, not early on. Um, that's why it's slow, from zero to 100. But once you hit around 5,000 revs, it, it's really moving. Like, it really does surprise you. Mm. I want you to do a hot lap after this show, and you'll find <laughs> out. This is why I don't want you to buy a Kia Carnival uh, d- uh, petrol, by the way, because it's got no pulling power at all. It's got no torque. Very well, sluggish. On. So there we go. You've just gone from 
how can we do this whole measuring contest yeah. now saying you, you can't buy a Kia because it's so slow? No, but not off the mark. I'm it's talking the same about... problem, isn't it? No, Bowen's no. concern is that the Kia Carnival, when Overtaking I drive to Mars, won't, won't get me over overtaking when I'm right. on the bucket's way. Mm. You'll be the one being overtaken. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at this. The two-litre diesel, for example, at the Commodore, right? So it's got 125 kilowatts of power. Crap. That's crap. Yep. All right, but it arrives at 3,750 RPM. But the torque, 400 newton metres is on tap from 1,750. That's very early on. Mm. So you get a boost almost immediately, right? Mm. But you just, you don't have that all-out explosiveness happening. But it's usable power. But I think Mm. the point here is, I really think genuinely the... I guess the motoring community mm. is is barking up the wrong tree yeah. with naught to a hundred figures. Mm. The average sure. Joe mm. is not doing naught to a hundred. Mm. You know, we think when was the last time you went naught to a hundred <laughs> on the M7 every morning? Today, <laughs> why, why are you stopping Stop from on the, the M7? Start. No, no, because usually it's where I come. Where onto are the you motorway. stopping on the M7? Yeah, I'll tell you. When I come onto the motorway, there's a traffic. There's a set of traffic lights. Oh right. So okay. on the down ramp, I'm doing zero. Up to 100. Uh, and I'll hit 100 before I get into that merging point. Not, every time. Not caring about efficiency, obviously. Mate, that's a, that's a downhill I'm sure run. the on-ramp is 100, but anyway. It is. You get the sign. By the time I get to the sign, I'll By the time, you know. Yeah, it's sure that's post the sign, it's 100, so, I believe. So anyway, I just... Uh, yeah, so anyway, is, it, is, it, is it important? No, it's not really mm. important. But it's not at all important. In the back of people's heads, they like to know that it can do that. Well, I'm saying, why, why isn't that, that messaging being reshaped? Mm. Who's going to do that? It's up well, to marketing teams to, I think to it's push it's happening that. naturally. We've, we've reached the peak of how powerful family cars can be, surely. I mean, they outdo American no muscle cars these days. A Toyota Yaris is more powerful than some muscle cars from yeah. the 50s and 60s. Right. You know, so That's true. Yeah. It's true. How high can we go? All right. You know, the key thing is 4.9 seconds. That's crazy. It's in the four-second club. Yeah. All right. The RS5 I drove a couple of weeks ago is 3.9. Uh, but that's a performance-orientated car, so I'd expect that. Hmm. But this race, you're right, 0 to 100... I'm over it, frankly, and that's, a, that's where all the criticism about this new Commodore's come from. I'm prepared to say we, should, we shouldn't publish not to 100 figures. Mm. Well, well, some don't, Some, particularly dual caps. <laughs> well, no, no, but I'm just the, saying what's the, the point, they would what's f- the point the of having that in a review? Yeah. Well, if we're going to say that, you're saying, well, what's the point of performance cars? A lot of them hook up those V-boxes and measure it. A lot of the yeah. journos love measuring the 0 to 100. People well, they're care just about it as part of the comparison. That doesn't make any sense to me. People care. People, uh, care people do care. I know. I mean, we've, I know we've, but we're we trying to the... counter-argue. Why? Well, why? I disagree. I mean, we had the BMW M2. Yeah. So the counter-argument is, why would you buy the M2 if I can just buy the, the, the diesel one like no, I've got? No, no. But that doesn't need to be measured. You can feel that. That's what I'm saying is you feel that that's a better drive. You, mm. you, yes, you can feel that it's got a bit of stab under the under the accelerator yeah. compared. Mm. I don't need that measured. Mm. It's just better. It's just a number. You can ignore it. It is just a you number. You can ignore it. It's like I, I ignore I a lot of specs. people do ignore it. I think 5% of the community care and the rest oh, don't. Yep. Spot on. I, yeah. I think it's interesting, and I'd, I'd be interested whether people have a view. You can tweet us at EFTM. Mm. Um, I'd be interested in what is the thing that you look for, not, not I guess in a review, but what is the measure of a car, one versus another? What is the measure? And it's mm. different for every person, so I don't yeah. expect to get mm. you know a, an overwhelming number of one response. Mm. I just think mm. that, that it's interesting to hear from people what is your measure of one car versus another. Because mm. if I'm sitting here thinking, right, so forget the key carnival, mm. let's say we... Let's say we're going to get rid of the, the wagon, the Commodore yep. wagon, mm. and get a, a Calais wagon or mm. a Tourer or mm. whatever wagon. Mm. Um, what am I going to compare that to? What's another wagon? I can't even think Subaru of one. Subaru Outback. Mon- Mondeo. There you go. So what? Exactly. what is a more likely thing that I should be comparing? Because frankly, fuel consumption is probably one of them. Mm. Yep. Um, space is another. Mm. Um, you know, at no point does... 
power and performance come into that conversation. Cup holders, bottle holders. Correct. Safety features. But that's but that's your priority. Yeah. You know, someone who's in the market for a VXR mm, mm. is not hasn't got those same priorities. Mm. They're they're looking at a car which is obviously a lot quicker. Well, they're obviously not taking their wife to the dealer. Yeah. Well, I I would also hedge the bet that the males in the family yeah. are usually the ones making these buying decisions on cars. The, blo- the blokes yeah, are making heavily the influenced. You, you, they they are heavily sure. There's a lot of data that says women are making the buying decisions. Yeah. I reckon they're doing a lot of the emotional part of it, mm. but I reckon Mate, the blokes the I'm just going to say, you are not in a position to talk. <laughs> Come on, I Mate, have you, a wife. Yeah, you have a wife. You don't you let, you you can't don't let her drive your car. What does she, she has drive? her own what car. She she ha- they have She's their own cars. Separate. A Merc. What Merc? Just an A-class. Just they have it. separate yeah. cars. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. They don't, they're not, she's not allowed to drive his. Yeah, or right. vice versa, though. At all. No, that's an outrage. She, she picked that's her just car. ridiculous. Well, well hang why on. Why is that? Because it's, a car, it's her car and I've got my car. Why well, do this I, just, how are you in a relationship? It's not like sharing toothbrushes. Hang on. No, but why do I need to change cars? What's wrong with, why can't I just drive mine every day? Yeah, no, I guess that's a fair point. I don't know. Why, why, mate. But it's like you barred her, though. It's no, 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 no. It's never been, thing. I've never said to her, you cannot. Mm. It's just been. But you sleep with the key under the pillow. No, but it's like, <laughs> it's like when I go to work in the morning, nose. I don't just grab a random set of keys. Both yeah. keys I, only, I only take my set of yeah. keys. Why would I, that's, I don't understand how people go, oh, you just grab a pair and whatever car is in the driveway. No, mate, it's not this whole works. baby thing is going to change you massively. Oh, yeah, you, one yeah. of those cars is going to be better than the other. At some point, you're going to need a bigger car car and one's going to be bigger one's going to be smaller sure. we've got a commodore wagon and a mazda 2 yeah right for years it was yeah. not possible that i could drive the commodore because we ha- we had to have the kids in that car yeah, that makes sense them. yeah and that's the Mate, your life one day the change. baby seat's going to be in the beamer no to be in the, be you, in the merc because it's a four-door so it's yeah. going to permanently be in the merc well you can't what happens if she, she could be she's away. at work and you need to take the baby yeah. somewhere uh, she's at work where's where's the kid mate well, mate, that's with you. Well, one day this situation will arise where the seat's in a car and she goes, I need to go somewhere quickly and you're not coming and she'll have to take your car. She's gone to a... changing the seat is a nightmare. Just, why can't I just stay home with the kid, mate? What, what, where where does it work you're, like that? You're at home with the kid. Yeah. You need milk. Okay. You need to go and get formula for Honey, the kid. can you get some milk on the she's, way home? She's at the Hunter Valley at a, at, at a wedding. <laughs> without me? Are you going to a vineyard without me? Are you kidding me? I beg your pardon? Oh. Who's going to tell her about the wine? <laughs> it's a bit interesting. And plus, she needs to drive at the Hunter oh, mate, Valley because I'm the drinker. I can't mate, wait. Everyone listening is going, you are a complete goose. And people think you're a character. <laughs> what do you mean by character? Yeah. Like you're you're made up. You're a scripted. You're, like you're following a script. You're like Ronald oh, McDonald. I, I have a fan base. I know that much. <laughs> and I appreciate their love. Oh, are we done? I think so. Okay. Now, before I came here, I uh, it is late in the evening, and I had to make sure it's I had a before coffee. Before you came here, yeah. Before I came here, I had yes. to make sure I had a coffee. Yeah. Just to get the energy up. Wish I did. I was at my folks' place, so I had a uh, Nespresso. Mm-hmm. Now, people would look at a Nespresso machine and think, basic. Yeah. It's the basic, most basic form of coffee now. Beats instant. You put a pot in there, you press the button, you mm. get your coffee. Sure. At home, I've been testing a $2,000 coffee machine. Big money compared to a two hundred dollar Nespresso. Two thousand dollars. Yeah, two grand. It's just a Nespresso machine. No, it's not Nespresso. Oh right. Okay. So this is made by uh, Yura, yeah. spelt J U R A. Stupid. It's called the E eight, yeah. and it's a it's a beast. This is dead set mm. a massive machine. You put the beans in, so it's a real coffee machine. Mm. You put real coffee beans mm. into it. What beans are you using? 
Um, I got them from my local coffee shop, so it's unbranded. Oh, sure. I okay. love that. A bit of a bit of mystery get behind it. Get some illy if you can. They are from Nicaragua. Oh, yeah, sure. I know that much. <clears throat> I'm not going to get into the beans. Mm. Um, anyway, you, you chuck the water in. It's got a, a big LED screen on the front, mm. and you go through, and it's got a menu, cappuccino, mm. macchiato, whatever yeah, you want. You push the button. It starts grinding. You can have the milk attachment. It makes the milk, and it pours it all into your cup. It's the most easy way to make a cappuccino. Mm. I'm an Does it taste like a two thousand dollar buddy coffee? Thank you for the question, mm. Trevor. I lo- I'm an espresso guy. Yeah, it doesn't. It I don't. So I didn't use the milk attachment yeah. at all. Give me straight coffee. That's what I would normally make in my espresso mm. machine. Mm. I'll be honest, guys. No, it's not for me. So hang on. At two just, grand, just to, for an idiot catch up here. Yep. You're comparing the pod yeah. style machine. That's my normal to machine. A bean machine. Correct. Basically, a professional setup. Yeah. A lot of people now, compare Nespresso to the McDonald's of coffee. Really? Of course it is, because it's the simplest way of coffee. It's only a... How many grams are in an actual... Like, it's like six or eight grams, whereas... Of caffeine? You'd be using... No, in terms of the actual coffee, amount of coffee you use. But in the machine you're using, I think you're using like 10 or... It's grinding up. Yeah, it's a much more larger dose of coffee. Yeah, and I will say, though, that this machine, because it's one of those all-in-ones, it doesn't have the proper proper lever action style coffee machine. So it's not the traditional style coffee machine. So it's not as messy? So it's it's definitely not as messy. It's very clean, Mm. but the... Result is nowhere near as good. We tested the Breville Oracle mm. um, on EFTM once mm. before. I swear that thing produced cafe-style coffee. Yeah, sure. I was never going to the cafe yeah, when yeah. I had that machine because it was producing amazing espresso. Thick, mm. velvety, beautiful. Yeah. You can almost stand the spoon. It's gorgeous. Was that? that was around the same price, mm. around, around the $2,000 yeah, mark. Breville? Yeah. Right, so Breville beats... Well, it's, it's the type. It's the type of coffee mm. machine, though. These all-in-ones. You push the button. It has all the convenience. So the automated process. Yeah, none isn't of the mess. Doing it manually. Correct, yeah. but it's not as good as that typical. You know, push yeah. the push the powder into the yeah. into the thing. Load it up when and you push tamper the it. Tamper. That's yeah. the word. Well, I, I had one of these machines. It wasn't anywhere near that. I think it was about eight hundred bucks worth. Yeah, but it's just got too. It's too messy in the end. It, yeah, it's yeah. annoying. And you got to grind your own so coffee. So you've got that balance of convenience and yeah. whatever else. So if you love your, your cappuccinos, yeah. it produced a great coffee because it was yeah. it was frothing, doing everything. Mm. Fantastic. Mm. But if you're an espresso guy. Mm. And you just want a little bit of black coffee in the morning, mm. mate. You're wasting your money on two grand. So honestly. when are you sending the machine back? No, it's, yeah, it's, it's going, it's going back this back. week. But like I said, for cappuccino lovers, they'll be crazy for it because it's the easiest way to make cappuccino on the so planet. So help me out because I obviously I don't drink coffee. Yeah. Um, but whenever I'm travelling, I got Rob with me, the Stig, yeah. and loves a coffee. Mm. Like we'll search for mm. a coffee. Mm. And we there was a machine in the Airbnb we had in Barcelona. I don't know. It looked like a coffee machine with a oval top. Like it looked like one of those common sure. kind of ones you can get at Maya. Yep. Um, and he bought some Nespresso pods mm. and seemed happy with it. So yeah. you can take a Nespresso pod into any pod machine and be happy. So Nespresso yeah. machines only accept Nespresso sized pods. Yeah. Now there are companies like Vittoria who make Nespresso mm. compatible capsules. Mm. But there are other coffee machines which take pods, like Lavazza, mm. who make their own size pods as well. Aldi have a coffee machine, mm. same thing, different pods. Mm. So you, I, I always think that buying the Nespresso machine makes sense. You spend about 200 bucks, yeah. But then you can actually buy different varieties of pods mm. to get the flavor that you really want. Mm. So you know it's worth shopping around for that. But if you're just a typical coffee drinker, slam it down and keep moving, Nespresso seems the way to go. If you have a cappuccino, I know you love your little shots, but yeah. you use chocolate. I, I just don't. I don't. I mean, I would mm. if I was making one for somebody. Mm. Um, but then I would just say, you know what? I'm going to upgrade it and what, get a mocha. What chocolate do you use? Just the powder, mate. Yeah, but I'm trying to pick a brand. So um, Vittoria actually yeah. make um, cappuccino they? powder. You can buy it at Woolies and whatever. Oh, I need yeah, to yeah. Find some. Okay. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. I moved away from shots. 
Really? Yeah, I don't know well, why. Well, you got, you got more time. I have. you got plenty of time. Stay plenty of time, champion. Yeah. yeah. Life's yeah. easy. <laughs> oh, mate. You're a flea. Now, the other week I was talking, I think, I can't remember actually on this show, I'm sure it was, about yeah. the Channel 7 app maybe going to a paid situation where you pay for, mm. for high-definition streaming. Good feedback on that, by the way. So, was really? Yeah, a lot of people just saying, nah, no, wouldn't do it. Brushed. Good times. Mm. Um, so, F1, I'm a massive F1 fan. Jeff, you're a reasonably large F1 fan, no? Yeah, I could be just as massive as you, I Balan's a rev head, but not a massive fan nah, of F1. I'm not really into F1. So, for the last, I don't know, four years, I've paid 40 bucks a year for the F1 Live yep. app which allows me to sit here, watch the F1 and have the live timing. And in recent years, it's been pretty amazing, a map of the track. You can see where the cars yeah. are, get cornering speeds, a whole bunch of extra info. It's you can get good. team radio mm. comes through on it, stuff like that. I've, I've said for years, like at least the last couple of years, I've said I would pay hundreds of dollars mm. to just get live streaming of the TV, the, the, mm. the race mm. on the app. Yep. Um, and I think that's where Formula One need to go. Well, they've got new owners and they've launched that this year. So be your own director. <clears throat> be your own director. So... The app will be, I think it was a monthly fee of up to 10 to $12 or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, so actually reasonably cheap. Mm. Um, and no. they'll have every single onboard. Mm. So mm. all 20 cars, you can pick which one you want to be on. Mm. Yeah. Plus you can make your own multi-view. So I want, to be, I want to be on Seb and Daniel. I want to see those two. Mm. Uh, or I want just the white live TV feed. You've yep. got an English commentary TV feed mm. coming through. You got all the other data and stats coming through. Mm. Like it looks unbelievable. Whose commentary feed are they taking? Oh, I don't know. I'd, I'd, my tip would be Sky Sports. Mm. Yeah, but, yeah, but hard to know. Um, but so, without going into what it is and how it's going to work and whatnot, my question is first and foremost: Would you pay for that for the for the sport that you love the most? So for me, it's Formula mm. One. Yeah. I, I'm all in. I've, I've, I pay for Foxtel. I pay for the sports pack, and yeah. I guess that's probably how I'd watch it. Given I can watch it on the Foxtel app on my phone if I have to, yeah. but having that experience of being able to select a driver and watch it, I mean, it takes me back to when I used to go to the Melbourne Grand Prix and mm. sit in the stands, used to hire a kangaroo TV. Did, mm. you, did you ever try those? Trips? No. And this little box you'd get and you could do exactly that. You could pick your driver mm. and you'd be sitting in the stands watching, listening to the commentary mm. and then watching them go by live as well. And that's what it looks like they've done is moved it onto the app. So, so it was like sporties in the NRL. Yeah. yeah. Would you do it though in addition to your Foxtel? No. No. Mate, you'd want to be a fanatic. I mean, the the, the host broadcaster does it pretty well. I mean, don't you want to yeah. just sit back and watch the race unfold? Let other people do the vision switching. Yeah. Sometimes between radio. they're spending all this time on bloody Esteban Ocon yeah, and yeah, Sergio Perez. I, I and I'm like, mate, True. can we go back up the front? Yeah. Espe- especially this? during a battle. Yeah. Yeah. During a battle, it's like, don't you dare go off this car. Yeah. And they do. So here's the big problem. Yeah. It won't mm. be available in Australia. Mm. Oh, that's great. Why yeah, is it, why is because that? Uh, Foxtel have got the rights. Uh, or actually, Channel 10 have got the right sub-license mm, to Foxtel. Mm, so it's only going to be in yeah. markets where they don't have mm. massive penetration of, of mm. content. Mm-hmm. So it won't be in the UK. It won't be in Australia. It'll be in the US and, yeah. and a lot of Latin America and stuff. Right. So it's interesting to me, though, because what I reckon might happen here, just as a, as a, as a tip and idea, mm. and I don't know whether you just saw the stories on the weekend about Foxtel potentially selling Netflix and Stan. Mm, so mm. you could have a Foxtel subscription, and through Foxtel you could, yeah. you could pay for your Netflix and or Stan subscription, right? Really? At a discount or what? No, no, just, just so one-stop one shop. A one-one bill. Yeah, in the same okay. way that – think about Foxtel. Foxtel is just a, a place that sells you a bunch of channels. Mm, mm. Think of Netflix and Stan as just other channels. So mm. my hope is that Foxtel – because – 
as I said, it's complicated. But right now, Channel 10 own the rights. Mm. They sub-license it for Foxtel. I've got no doubt that Foxtel will bid for the rights directly next time. I hope what they do is they say, radio, well, for X billions of dollars, whatever it is, mm-hmm. we're going to broadcast it all. We're going to do all the live stuff, but we're also going to make all those features of the... Like, I want to be able to use my Foxtel login to get into the F1 app. Mm. That'd be cool. And I'd pay extra. Mm. Like, I'd pay Foxtel instead of $39 a month, I'd pay them 45 mm. or, or whatever I need to to That's get that extra. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So you're basically paying for an extra yeah. bit of content within your Foxtel yeah. subscription. Are you nuts about any sport, Bar? <sighs> I used to be a massive rugby league fan yeah. during the 90s, right up to the Super League. What ruined that for you? Super League. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so when Super League... oh, no, no, admittedly, I did work on the coverage from 2001 through to 2015. Oh, right. And that didn't help. <laughs> because, not because of... Did it become we worked work? hard, and it was hard work, but it just became work. Is that, yeah. is that yeah. what ruined the actual enjoyment of Absolutely. it? Absolutely. I was an absolute cricket fanatic during the 90s, but, mate, I've just... I don't have time for sport now. I just don't have time for it. I've I've got, watch I've got, the big events. No, I've, got, I've got time for 20, 20 races a year. Yeah. Which is... Almost the full calendar. Yeah. yeah I think it's I'm a Supercars yeah, yeah. fan. Like, I love Bathurst. Like, I'd love to go every year. I don't get invited like you do, Trev. Um, but I watch it all day. Like, I'll get up and watch the early races from seven. Um, do they still have an app for Bathurst? Remember that? That was big. Like, Box you took me to one. Bathurst one year and you had your iPad out, probably the first edition of the iPad, and you had the track and you had all the cars going around. Of course. And I did. thought, wow, that's amazing. That was around for a couple of years. Yeah, I think it's still there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Foxtel had that one with the coaster, remember? You could, yeah, that's you could right. open oh, the app yeah, and yeah, watch yeah, the cars yeah, go. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Was two so years I, ago, yeah. I use these things and then I just get sick of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The novelty wears off. Yeah. And I'll just go back to watching the TV. Well, I, for one, will happily pay the big bucks yeah. for something like that. And I, I would, I would yeah. argue that for those non-F1 fans listening, thinking, well, what, what's, how does that apply to me? Like rugby league. Yeah. Like think rugby league, right? Think if you were having, you know, free-to-air is where it's dominant, but Fox Sports obviously is where they're getting money out of you. But if Channel 9 or Fox Sports said to you, you know, for X dollars, mm. you could get mm. something. I don't know what it is with rugby league, though, because it's not really like play action Choose your own stuff camera? Like that, but I don't know doesn't seem that exciting to me because yeah. mm. most of the data is available. I think that's why Formula One is mm. very unique in that sense. It's yeah. not really the it's it's such a uh, an individual so spread out. thing that's yeah. spread out. It's you you want to be your own director. Yeah, what, in what it. other sport do you want to be your own director mm. than yeah. motorsport? Sailing, golf would be good. Like Sailing. sitting in a Hobart. Golf is a great example because you know, there's so many things going on at once. Aren't they all one of the Olympics would be fantastic? Aren't they all what what golf? What'd you say? Sorry, aren't they all going through the stages together? No, they're not idiot. <laughs> but they tee off at different times. Jeff, what, they're all not all, but they're Jeff not all teeing off from from hole one Jeff all the way to eighteen. Well, they do. Yeah, but yeah. All How's the television coverage working? With you? <laughs> yeah, one at a time. But there's mate. so many replays in golf. Mate, often when do you, you think hit... they're all just standing like, hang on a minute, mate, you're... hole five's going to tee I'm wait, off. Now. I'm waiting for Tiger. Go on. You'll hear hit. a bloke about to tee off, and you'll hear the crowd roaring in the distance because some other blokes just scored a hole in one, Fair and so they need to get back and replay. Oh, it's very complex. I've never been to the golf. I've played. I've been to the Australian Open. It's it's impossible to follow. You've got no idea what's happening when you're there. But that would be handy. You that is Australian Open. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Who'd you see? A couple of times. Uh, I saw Tiger Woods. I did oh, see Tiger. Hang on, we're not talking about the tennis. With the one iron. Australian Open, well, they have the same name twice. Only Australian Open. Mate, why would you call the golf and the tennis the Australian Open? Maybe a bit more creativity is required. Maybe Australians teeing off would be a good one. Australians teeing off. Maybe that would be good. Or racquetball open. (laughs) Racquetball Or the tennis. I don't know. Think of something else, guys. Bit of creativity. Forget the stupidity of what he's just said. What what we've just learned Mm. is that Jeff Quattromani, until this moment, didn't know there were two Australian Opens. Correct. Mm. Well, that's why I don't want to... more than two, actually. 
Who watches the golf on TV anyway? That's a boring sport to watch, that is. I oh, love no, playing I, You know what? I actually enjoy watching the golf and the tennis. The tennis is great. I don't follow it's it keenly, set. but it's good to just sit back and watch them. Bit of, yeah. bit of raffer. Just, I'm just... Can't believe Jeff Quadramani. There you go. Well, we heard it uh, earlier. I was talking about the Alcatel range of smartphones. Uh, coming this year, our sponsors, Alcatel, bringing uh, at least three phones to market. The Alcatel 1, 3, and 5. The 1X will be probably a $99 phone, maybe $149. there will be a version there as well. The the 3V uh, will be $199, and the Alcatel 5, 299 And I just look at this phone, and I think they've got it, they've got it nailed this year. The design is fantastic. Um, they've nailed it with the features, facial recognition, great camera features. It's all coming this year with Alcatel. You'll find them at uh, kind of prepaid offers, uh, Optus and Vodafone. I have big interest in these phones this year, so check them out throughout the year. The Alcatel range coming in 2018, full 18 by 9 displays. So I've been back in Vegas. Is that a new one? That's from Vegas, that one, the nightclub. Right. XS. XS nightclub. Remember that, Jeff? You were just like, let's go, baby. <laughs> up and down, up yeah, and got down. got a pregnant wife at home. Yay. Yeah. And I can do the same next year. Where the baby's only three months old. <laughs> Good luck with that, Jeffrey boy. One in three ended the divorce. <laughs> nah, she'll be right. Ah, solid. Yeah, Andrew, as, as long as she doesn't drive his car, they'll be fine. We should meet her one day. It just it just sits in the garage actually when I'm away. Really? Yeah, it doesn't doesn't matter. Do you put like a cover over it? No, just your mate. What about your flipsy. mate Flipsy? Uh, admittedly, you've got a gum tree out the front. Yeah, still. Yeah, not good for paint. Now, Bowen, uh, you're doing some. Um Tough shopping at the moment, mate. Yeah, look, look, oh, yeah. yeah, need to upgrade the fridge. Got a small fridge. It's a Samsung fridge, but mate, we need a bigger freezer with Why? the baby. Oh, mate, you. No, no, no. It's a genuine you question. Pre-prepare. Let's, let's calm. A lot of... I'm not going to be aggressive in right, any way, shape, I will. or form. I'm in a very calm mood tonight. I'm in a good space. It's almost like I've been doing angry. yoga. No, not at all. All right. So why do you need a larger freezer, genuinely? Well, my wife goes to a lot of trouble to pre-prepare yep. the meals and for Henry mm-hmm. and lists lots of lists okay. for the week, all right? Yep. Our current fridge, I think it's only 187 litres, the freezer, mm. which is quite small, right? We need something around 350. Right. So it's only a... Uh, is it it's a, one of those top mount it's freezers? It's a top freezer. It's yeah. only a two-door fridge. It's not a, a French door style fridge, okay. which is what we're looking for, right? You don't want the freezer at the bottom with the drawers? We do. We're going to oh, go, go for the freezer at the bottom. And the French door You tend door to use the freezer the left, so, less, so why not have it down the bottom? Yeah. You know, you bend down. But you're just less. saying you use the freezer so much more now. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And we had a little, like a bar fridge, but it's old and expired and now sits in the garage, so we're not using that. That was our second freezer. So, yeah, okay. fridge shopping. I was going to say, because a lot of people do have second fridge freezers. Yeah. They do. And they keep them in the garage yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Very expensive to run. Is it? That's Full the problem with having fridge. a second thing, yeah. is if, especially if it's the old version. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. they're not energy efficient. Mm. But see, I found the problem with the fridge is is measurement. Mm. Right? They oh, are. Yeah. This is the problem. The consistency is difficult mm. because does it include the handles? Like you, you know, I had this argument with Amanda about yeah. the size of the fridge we mm. got, mm. and I ended up having to say to her, "Look, I, I fixed the PowerPoint, and I pl- pushed it back, and I went. It's now sticking out no more than the old one was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's a perception thing you've yeah. got going on here. You have to physically measure everything. Yeah, they give you internal widths and outside widths and you know depth and height and all that. So, what's your challenge with it then? So, my gap at home is exactly ninety 
8.9 centimetres, right? Okay. That's about the standard for most double-door fridges, right? Nine, near 900 Around mil. that. Including the door swing, so it's, it's going to be... T- well, that's the problem. Yeah. So, potentially, it may have to stick out slightly for the model I'm looking at, and it's an LG. It looks like a fantastic fridge. And we're also, in particular, we're looking for a plumb Has it got the fridge. tap open? Yeah. So we're, no, the new one has it got the tap to open. It does. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, you're yeah. going on big. Yeah. Yeah, well, How yeah, about that? I'm just doing my best. Um, and we want the, you know, want water. water. We want the ice because we've it? already got the plumbing behind it. I was going to say you have yeah. to make sure that you pick one that takes the plumbing. Yeah, because exactly. some of them oh, you really? actually pour the water into the fridge. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that hasn't. Well, got... That's if you don't have plumbing. Yeah, that's if you don't have it. plumbing. We do. Yeah, yeah, same. So I'm looking for one of those. Yeah, good. So look, it'll fit some of the fridges we're looking at, right? But then you have got. The shelves and the configuration of the shelves. Yeah. All right. And some of these fridges have four or five different zones of temperature. Mate, I can't make my mind up. My mind, like my wife is just going crazy. She, can, it's like I guess buying a car for you. Mm. We've got six or seven different models in mind. I've got one in particular in mind, and she, she's just like every second day she's like, oh, now I've looked at that. I'm not sure about the bottom drawers, the top drawers. Why is that zone up there? Wow. Is the water thing sticking out too far? Does it reduce the size of the space inside the fridge? Mm. How efficient is it? It's only two and a half stars. What? So many concerns, Trev. Aren't you just restricted by space? When I when Colour. I went fridge shopping, it really came down to I think two fridges. Really? So there really wasn't much to it. It was like that's what fits yeah. from depth and width because depth is super important. Mm. And then you open the doors, you go, "Well, it's going to hit the cupboards yeah. or whatever." And you go, "Well, but see, how do you know I'm, that, right? Yeah, how, I think that's your biggest you know? problem. Is yeah. how do you know? I measured about the ev- door swing. I measured everything, and then I went went there and I measured again. Like well, it, was, it was a pretty I don't want to have to choice. go out and actually cite one. That's my problem. You haven't been to a store? No, we're purely online. Oh, this is Mate, appliances online is unbelievable. Yeah, well, the measures. Yeah, because exactly. fine. Yeah. Because you th- like when I All get you need a, is a tape measure. We, I get a caller about a TV. I go to JB Hi-Fi and I, I on the website while they're on the radio. I, I you know narrow down the search and you get yeah. a, you get a list of results. Sure, right? Sure. Appliances online is that like that for fridges and mm. washers and stuff? No, you go right here. Mm. Here's the dimensions. Here's the brands I want. Everything. Mm. It just narrows it all down for you. I'm so sorry. That is crazy. It's Mate, a big, appliances it's a, online no, no, is huge. I agree, but go into a store and at least pick the fridge, then go online and research for the mm. best price. Mm. But you've got to go in there. You've got to grab a handle. Mm. You, it's like a car. You've got to grab it and see if the door's loose or bodgy. You've got to, you've got to touch. Oh, I can't... No, I don't care. I'm looking at warranty. You're going too far. It's a fridge. It stores all your food. It stores your son's food. Like, oh. Actually care a bit and go into a Mate, store. What, what? Open a fridge. Just take a chill pill. I'm going in. I don't want to go into a store. He started off... He started off saying he felt like he was doing yoga, and now you're rolling him up. Chris, you guys are mad, mate. I'm even looking at fingerprint um, resistant fridges. But go and touch it. Check if it's got if it takes. It's a Norwex, if they mate. say they are. Have you they tried are. the Norwex? No, what's that? It's these, oh, it's this. You know, you know how you got you, GC go to any of those like Tupperware style parties? And no. Oh, really? She doesn't go what? to those? No, no, no. I'll oh, wait till the mother's group gets into this. Like, right. You know, we've got someone that sells Norwex. Right. And it's these cloths and stuff. Oh, yeah. we, I come home from Barcelona. There's a thousand new cloths in this house, house including a little house full of cloths. Yeah. It's amazing. A they all have a different cloths. purpose. Yeah. You know, one of them is perfect for cleaning down the fridge. Like microfiber yes. cloths. Yes. All right, okay. Unbelievable. Yeah, for cleaning your glasses and things like yep. that, yeah. Yeah, one for so, every occasion. Because I'm not one to have the fridge covered in magnets, right? I just love it. A nice, yeah. beautiful finish. Mm. Like one magnet. No fingerprints on it. You what know, is what, it? What is it? I make America great again. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got. It's great. He's probably got EFTM brand. Oh no, he's got a TV screen in his. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I, I can't put magnets on, guys. I've got a, I've got a TV yeah. in my fridge. Sorry. But mate, it's I, a I mean, twenty-one point nine inch touchscreen computer interface. Course. This fridge, Samsung Family Hub. The fridge I've got's a carryover from a previous relationship when I just went out and bought one. It was like eight hundred bucks. 
Um, but now it's just spend it, spend some time on the Saturday. It's breaking my heart, Trev. Put put the kid it's breaking in the car. my heart. I feel like I just can't can't perform in this area. Well, you, mate, you, <laughs> if you don't, if you don't make the effort, to and at I'm least, going bigger. You've got to go and touch. I'm sorry, you've got to go and touch. It's same with washing machines or vacuums. You're not washing, no, wash touch machine. a washing machine. I had to turn, turn the dials and just touch them because sometimes you get those loose buttons. How no, much of the washing do you do? Digital display, mate. I'm happy to put a load on. No, no, anytime. no. How much of the washing do you do? I I do a portion of it. I, I don't have How a percentage. Much make a percentage. Team, up. It's, a, it's a team, mate. It's a team. You don't, 50, you don't 50? measure. Oh, no, it wouldn't be 50 50. Yeah, right. Okay. Are you I'm a 10% definitely... man? No, nah, no, nah, maybe, maybe 30, <clears throat> maybe 30, 70, you get 60. Liquid 40. or powder? Uh, powder. Well, we put a little bit of the liquid in the other section. Oh, so you have the softener? A bit, a bit of softener yeah. and a bit of the powder for the wash. Right. Can you believe we're talking about this? <laughs> All I'm saying is touch. Don't, yeah. Mate, don't got just a, buy a We've got an online. LG washing machine mm. and uh, it's got a th- quick 30 minute thing. I just go, like, I put my jeans yeah, in. Yeah, I just went yeah. jeans, 30 yeah. minutes. I put a whole scoop I of do powder. That with the I don't know how much it Whatever. Yeah. And just go 30 minute quick wash. Done. Yeah. 30 minutes later, it's in the dryer yeah. and I've got new jeans. It's I don't fantastic. have a dryer. Don't what? Dry. No, don't you don't have a dryer? No, don't do it. In this day and age, you don't hang them. I hang them on a, on a thing. You know my dryer's a heat it's raining pump dryer? Outside, you know? No, I have a clothes horse. Yeah, I'm What do they call those? Yeah, I, I call them clothes horses. It's actually a clothes you know, horse. You've seen my house. We've got hundreds of the things. I'm across it. Well, I have a horse. Yeah. I don't have a washing, mach- uh, washing line outside. It's ugly. My dryer... Extra- oh, stop, stop, stop. I'll come sorry, back to your dryer. We'll get back to my dryer. Yeah. He, he thinks washing machines are ugly. No, no, no. Washing, washing lines, lines are ugly. Yeah, they are, mate. So you don't have one outside? No. So you can't dry your clothes in the sun? Yeah. No, I, I do. I move the clothes horse outside Mate, when I want to get some. I can't time believe you got a clothes horse and no dryer. This is well. Why do I need a dryer for it? it, it it's it's a waste. You know of power. what? I've got to say the sun's well, free, boys. Mine's, mine's actually rated six star, Mom. not five, six star. So what is it? What's it's a heat pump uh, dryer? So what it does is it extracts the water from the clothes and puts it in a compartment, which is then full of about three or four liters of water. Right. And it doesn't emit it into the atmosphere. Where does it go? It actually extracts the water out of the clothes, yeah. puts it in a container like this water jug. And what do you do with us, that water? And then you just pour it down the sink, or you can use it in the so garden. You have to manually intervene to do that. Yeah, every That's, time. Well, what, a, what a waste of time. Well, instead of like, the whole house f- filling out with humidity and I setting up fire alarms. You love that? Mate, no, the heat pump dryers are the best. Mate, because, yeah, that's the problem here. It's yeah. just all stuffy and you get the crap all over the walls. Yeah, it's and... crap. What? The, wow. the lint, they're, mate. They're a bit more expensive. You still get lint, there's a lint filter. Right. No, but the yeah. lint doesn't get expelled no, from that's the right. walls. Yeah, and stuff. exactly. Mate, you put them on a line, you take mm-hmm. them outside. Best dryer, best purchase later, ever. You fold them. That's it. Mm. Mate, at 6.30 this evening, yep. I put my jeans mm. in the wash, and at 7.30, right. they were dry. So okay. you just put your jeans in, yeah. and then just put. I'm, mate, I'm flying out what's tomorrow. Your, what's your bill? Seriously. <laughs> it's just outrageous. Well, Amanda had already done all the other washing. Oh, she's a good right. kid. She's great. She put a plan ahead. Where are you going? New York. New York, yeah. That's okay. nice. Look forward to it. Anyway. anyway, enjoy your fridge shopping. Oh, yeah, Go and like, touch. Um, Go and touch. Um, just next time we do the podcast, I should have it. Any fridge advice, hit us up. Okay, goodbye. So I got 30 minutes with Daniel Ricciardo this uh, this time around in Barcelona. Not and bad. to be honest, interestingly, last year there wasn't really a timer. I just kind mm. of finished the interview at like 14 minutes. Mm. This year, I, I thought I wrote the exact same number of questions, but we just kind of talked for longer. But 
and I hope everyone's watched at least a part of it. And frankly, yeah, I really, have... really appreciate the great feedback. Can I, I just say, I find it remarkable that he talks to a tech guru like you. I mean, this obscure bloke from Australia, there is like a vast fraternity of motoring journalists in Australia, New Zealand, everywhere around the world who'd like to access him. And there you are exclusively with well, him. Do you know what those motoring journalists need to do? Get what? off their fat asses mm. and go to Barcelona. Oh, well, look, I don't want to attack them. No, I will. Okay. <laughs> it's, all, it's all about how am I going to get there? Who's paying for my flight? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that, that would be all their yeah. excuses, Mate, That interview right? would have cost us, I'm oh, just being genuine yeah. here, it would have cost me at least $2,500. Yeah, I'm sure it did. Right? It was a good set. How many room, cameras did you use? Renting the room, renting the car, ah. like a whole bunch of things required mm. to make that interview happen. Four cameras. Um, it was and, a lot of camera work. And things. Yeah, but so you just ask good. him to come to you? No, no, we no, go. He his, was there, mate. We go there. to his hotel. Oh, his hotel. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that that was the. So is <laughs> some hotel room. To, come, come to us, buddy. <laughs> you, you meet me. I got to interview no, no. you. Yeah, in a couple of years, we'll get to that. Yeah. So last year was this whole, whole back and forward trying to get into the paddock, and we couldn't yeah. get because we weren't rights holders. Yeah. And then I said, "Listen, I'll meet you anywhere, mm. anytime." Yeah. Please. Mm. And yeah. they go, "Can you come to this hotel at this mm. time?" I went, "Absolutely, I'm there." And so this year, I just said. Can I meet at that hotel again? At, at you yeah. name the time. Yeah, no, no worries. Yeah. But anyway, and and it's interesting because it, exactly the same conversation as last year. He's like, "What do you? Uh, how long have you been here?" I'm like, "Several days." And he goes, "You're here for that nerdy like tech conference thing?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. he remembers. And I went, "Yeah, yeah." And he goes, "Just sounds so boring." I went, "It is. It's yeah. really boring." Yeah. But compared here's the thing. to what he does, yes. oh no, totally, totally yeah. different. But yeah. so I'm not sure everyone listened to the whole interview. But I got to the end and I asked him a, lo- a bunch of little quick questions, mm-hmm. which up to the Grand Prix we'll package together and make a little fun video out mm-hmm. of. But one of the questions I asked was about the World Cup. How far are the uh, Socceroos going to go in Russia? Further than Italy. (laughs) (laughs) Too too far. I can't believe they're not in there. Is it Holland as well? Yeah. It's like crazy. It's pretty full on. Yeah, but no, hopefully they go well. Oh, yeah. Come on, make a call. I'll have a semi if they get to the semis. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I mean... For me, that's an example of how how cool he is, like yeah, how, so how laid back and fun, mm. how, and how Aussie he is, right? Yeah. Mm. But like seriously, I'd forgotten that Italy were out of the World Cup. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So that just went over my head. <laughs> oh, so you're just going? Yeah. I'm just going. Yeah. Until then, yeah. And then well, you know, Holland, when you're like, you picked yeah. 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 Because <laughs> the re- Italy sprung sprung to me because remember a couple of years ago they they like they did a you know how they like, fall over and it was like yeah. three World Cups ago yeah. Italy we played Italy massive drama. and they got through that's yeah, what was drama. in my head when yeah. he said Italy mm. anyway so I glossed over all that mm. but mate that I mean that comment a couple of people have read it I've got a few comments on YouTube and stuff yeah. just just gold yeah. Yeah. Um, but it just like sitting there he is just such a top bloke mm. and it just makes you want to like he makes you want him to do well mm. yeah I think I think Aussies love that about People like him, don't you reckon? I, I watched it, and the first 15 minutes was very much about just the F1, and then it got quite loose for the mm. last 15. And I, I caught myself just smiling mm. during that last 15 minutes of the interview. Where I'm just going, I like this. Like mm. I'm actually enjoying this conversation. Mm. Was every, everything he said, mm. it was great. So oh, I've got another bit of audio. I'll let you in behind the scenes here. So at the very end of the interview, like you mm. shake hands, you go, thanks very much. And then as soon as I said that, I said, I can't let you go, though. I need you to sign my kids' hats. And we had them sitting over on a table. Yep. And he looked over and he went, oh, cool, yeah, no worries. And, like, mm. and I'm like, I hope he's okay with this because I didn't ask. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so yeah. we go over there and he's signing the kids' hats with their names and we're talking about the kids. We're just talking about silly stuff. Mm. And then you know what I took with me? The $200 hat. The $300 hat. Mm. Exactly. Just That's one more awesome. for the big kid in the yeah. room. Oh, sick. <laughs> That's That's mine, not the kids. Hey. I got a peanut. Can you sign the outside and the, and the actual yeah, hat? Sure. <laughs> this is for you, yeah. Yeah, man. T R V T R E V O R. Yeah. 
Is there any, can you spell it E-R? Or it's a lot of people do and it's really annoying. Really? Oh, so they spell it E-R? Yeah. I've never seen a Trevor. Well, because it kind of sounds Trevor, but it's not, right? You said right? right? Oh, yeah, <laughs> imagine that. Because <laughs> one of the other questions I got when I said on Facebook, what question you asked Daniel, was would anyone be silly enough to buy a $200 hat? <laughs> Because you know, I've, I've, made, I've made a fair joke about it on my podcast. A fair, a fair, a fair criticism has been made of me for. Oh, so you want me to sign it? Yeah, I think Are sign sure? the inside there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, mate, I've oh. got a peanut head. It probably wouldn't fit your head, anyways, would it? <laughs> Does it fit? <laughs> <laughs> I've never worn it. Right, Are you so kidding? You, what am I going to wear that for? Do you, oh, speaking of druggy, I'm going to teach you something with this hat. The the slot yeah. in there, but the, the money comes out. I I did. I, no, 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 you don't put money in there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> So inside the inside the the hat that he's got is this little pouch, mm. and it says right. it's a money pouch. And I I tried it once. I put like twenty cents in there, and it just keeps coming out. Yeah. And the point of that is, uh, I, we were having a conversation about nicknames or something at some point. My nickname in high school was Druggy. Mm. Really? Yeah, and just in at Woiwoi High on the Central Coast because I'd come from Griffith. <laughs> okay, yeah. they, like grow, Jeff, they grow a bit of Look gear at Jeff. Down he's there. like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Griffith. Yep. I'm not getting involved in this talk. <laughs> okay. Griffith's renowned as a drug capital of oh, Australia. Yeah. I thought that was grow a lot of marijuana lot of down green. there. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, no idea. Top bloke. Okay. I think I think he. I don't think he. Ca- he like I was worried he was going to think I was complete goose taking the hat. Yeah. But I think he loved it. Of loved he the did. fact that I had the hat. And look at that thing, man. Now it's signed. Yeah. It's awesome. This is one of the most elite sports on the earth, right? He is right up there, the biggest names in the world. Yeah. I mean, the, how much would he get paid? Millions and well, millions and millions. When he first signed with Red Bull, I think they were talking about him being on like seven fifty or something stupid, yeah, like a low, low amount, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would guess now he's on massively incentivized, so yeah, every race win means big bucks. Like yeah. my my guess is his base is like a couple of mil, mm. and then yeah. then probably millions per race win, yeah. and then brand and deals and all yeah. that sort of thing. He's doing I mean, he's doing fine. He's, I mean, he's doing a okay. megastar. It's as big as you get in Australia, really. Yeah. And you've just got free reign access to him, and he talks to you like a normal bloke, and that's the most impressive thing I, I, I took away from that. No, interview. Just yeah. he was great. He was great. Yeah. It was great. A lot of them are stand offish. I mean, there's some, oh yeah, there's some pricks basically. And also the reason, frankly, the reason to do it there in Barcelona is because you imagine trying to get a thirty minutes with oh, him yeah, yeah. in the lead up to yeah. the Melbourne Grand Prix, yeah, yeah. and oh, B happen. trying to talk casually about other stuff. Yeah, mm. mate. Well done. I think it was a great interview. It was a good chat. It's all up at eftm.com. Top bloke. Well, that's a wrap, boys. Solid uh, welcome back to the world. Um, I'll be away this week, but we'll do another show next week. I'll You're promise. back? Yeah, I'll be back on Sunday. That's good. Back on Sunday. Okay, so we don't have to wait another week for you to return for once. No, you'll no, be back. That's good. Can you, you stay safe, Trev? Because yeah, when you're away, I just worry. Mate, I worry about him too. I even sent him a message saying, mate, you were right. <laughs> you're no taking, response. You're taking the stig with you? Yes. Oh, you are? The stig's coming again. To yeah. I need to learn how to film stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All the details uh, of what we get up to at EFTM.com, boys. Let's do it again next week. Bye-bye for Love now. you. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. With Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and Jeff Quattromani. EFTM.